0: This is the Busy Blokes Podcast with Jake Batrick and Christian Huggins. G'day, welcome to the Busy Blokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6, where we give you health hacks, tips and tricks that will have you feeling healthier, happier and stronger than ever. We're coming to you this season from the Digital Loop Podcast Studio on Beaufort Street in Mount Lawley, but not Today, Christian, mm-hmm. we're back at the mighty 6PR <laughs> for one night only. <laughs> Enjoy it while they it lasts. They let us back in. They let us back they, in. <laughs> they left the door unlocked and we snuck back <laughs> in. Um, so, Chris and the team from Digital Loop are enjoying uh, themselves in Singapore this week. So, we've had to be adaptable, a few deep breaths. As we are, yeah. But that's fine. That's uh, that's 2023 for you. <laughs> Or something like that (laughs) (laughs) Something
1: like that I'm just pissed off we don't have the buttons today
0: Yeah, so apologies to everyone that's been enjoying the sound effects and whatnot Um, I don't have that fun little (laughs) (laughs) set of buttons today And we actually need
1: them for quite a few things today as well So that's a shame That is a shame will have to ad-lib
0: So, episode 6, Christian It's the Tradie special
1: Insert... Cheering, emo- <laughs> cheering, sound effect <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of our lovely uh, blue collar listeners. Um, this episode is specifically for you, and for anyone who has a blue collar fella or lady in their lives, you might be uh, hopefully tuning in, and um, you can take some of this info back to those loved ones that are do- do- do them at tradie work. Uh, let's catch up first, though. it's mm-hmm. um, been a big day for this it's little been boy. A big day <laughs> over here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the keys. <laughs> I'm just shaking. I'm shaking a little on. packet about, of keys.
0: Okay, can you? Is that easily accessible, or is it yeah, all sure, taped up? I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, no, I've got it. Yeah. So Christian is holding a little cardboard envelope. Yeah. I actually haven't got it out, but look, keys.
1: Yeah. There they are. There's about six keys. The keys to my house, ladies and gentlemen. For those waiting at home, something I've been <laughs> itching for. My fiance and I, Sophia, have been itching this for this day uh, for two and a half years now. And uh, it's finally arrived. It's finally, gee, finally here. Good. How do you feel, Christian? Because Damn I, good. I bet for at some stages
0: you might have thought, gee, this day is never going to come, is it? No.
1: Nah, yeah. We, we had a few of those moments and we've got, um what is it? 10 days until the wedding, <laughs> which is on the property. <laughs> so we're cut, cutting it fine. Cutting and it real Yeah. Fine. And um, we were just waiting for that final payment from the bank to be made into Summit's bank account. Um, and then they called us or messaged me yesterday or emailed us yesterday saying, yep. Good to go Come grab your keys So I was like Fuck first plane out of here I'm coming tomorrow <laughs> um, And then she uh, she sat me down Gave me a little hamper With a little summit cutting board in there And a Oi. summit cheese knife And all this sort of okay. stuff um, Got me to sign some docos Is that it? That, yeah pretty much it oh. was, Yeah it was yeah, cheese knife Fucking <laughs> and <laughs> I've supposed board. to move in February last year., <laughs> yeah. there was some truffle oil. I'm actually looking forward to uh, diving into that truffle oil, and then which is quite expensive, yeah, yeah, um, and then there was like a little uh, strawberry jam of some sort. Um, so but they no got us, champagne? Nah, I was actually really expecting a, a bottle of champers. I reckon you guys deserved at least a carton of champagne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some passion pop or something at something. least. Um, and some they got us to sign elixir. some... <laughs> yeah, got some of that golden oak. Um, and they got us to sign some docos. One of them was, was saying, um, do you give permission for marketing team to call you and use you as a case study and give us your story and i was like yeah fucking bring it on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you i don't know if a- you want to hear my story <laughs> i, no, I, I just, fully expect uh, not to see you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, t- again. Again. So I was like whatever uh, knowing me, I'll probably just be like, yeah, it was It was actually quite lovely. It was good. Great experience. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so just looking uh, forward to getting in there. Got to order some gas bottles. Uh, we'll, we're on rural property, classes rural. Are they so like the massive tall ones. Yeah, like hell tall foot. skinny boys. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah. So that's so we can have some hot, nice, warm showers and uh, actually oh, cook mate. some food. So yeah, this weekend, uh, probably Friday night, will be the first official slumber night. So we're looking forward to that. We've got a bottle of gin that we bought Two and a half years ago, when we signed the documents, and we said we'll crack this when we uh, get in there on that oh, first so it's night. Now so aged gin, <laughs> yeah, it's dusted off. We've got to dust it off. we have gonna find it first <laughs> somewhere in all the boxes. But yeah, we'll dust it off and uh, and and to- toast a glass and um, just look at the next sixty years of being in that house. Mate, that's very exciting.
0: Congratulations! It's been Thank a long you. time coming. Um, I can't wait to see the new place. I've
1: heard. Lots about it. Yeah. 10 days. You'll be there next weekend at the wedding, so you'll be able yep. to see, see it. And It's a bit funny, though, because it's not like a housewarming party, so I won't be able to like – no one will be inside looking, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. looking at it. I can't <laughs> take people on tours because there's plus 100 people or whatever at the wedding, so I can't take everyone on individual tours to the house, but we might just be able to look through the window and have a bit of a geese. I'll bring a megaphone, the <laughs> and then I, we can do like one huge tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just take it. Have those yeah. little uh, just radio packs box. where you put yeah, on your yeah, yeah, the headphones. Like a museum uh, tour. Yeah, yeah. Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, that a lot But yeah, that was that was the big, big good news uh, on my end um, I also hit my 80 kilo uh, weight loss goal um, So yeah, very Another. happy with that Another cheers, insert cheers emoji and, and sound effect um, So very happy with that So I'm just going to keep on cruising um, Our grass outside uh, has come back alive You just got to water water the absolute shit so out of happened? it what happened? Did it, did I it just die? I just wasn't watering the shit out of it Which <laughs> I, knew I should have been I thought I was yeah. giving it enough water But you honestly have to give it like multiple, multiple times a day for an extended period of time. And I was only giving it just enough to kind of, you know, give yeah. it a little, little soaking, a little suckle, but, um, yeah, I've been drenching it ever since and got it on a timer now. Um, so yeah, it's come back alive. It's green. It's looking healthy. So you, you will get to trample on that on the wedding as well.
0: Um, just, it's a, it's a nice segue cause we are in tradie week. Mm. Um, so I've, I'm, uh, probably when did I get my lawn like July last year? So I'm mm-hmm. about eight months into my lawn journey. Yep. And Looking beautiful. so now I have, a, and you'll see some, you will see some, um, uh, videos and photos of my lawn porn yes. soon. Um, I'm actually, <laughs> my lawn is now so thick and lush that like my um, little electric lawn mower is struggling <laughs> to oh, cut it. Like it's, it's, it's just too, chugging. It's too thick. So what happens is it like gets to a really thick spot and then like, cause it's just running it off one off. battery, it like dies. And then it like just hacks away at like a circle where the blade like just (laughs) gets like, (laughs) So I need to be super careful. So I need, um, if anybody is out there that has like an actual proper lawnmower, like the big barrel ones, I need it. I need need someone to come and like do like a full blown haircut, like, and just get it super even. So then I can stay on top of it again. Cause, um, yeah, I watered the shit out of my lawn, and it's now like so thick and lush. Yeah, and it's just now love and too life. thick. So yeah, <laughs> it's essentially like a mattress out the front of my house. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but my rule of thumb with the lawn is if it's, um, above 33 degrees consecutively, you've got to mm. water it every day. You're right. If you're around 30 or just a bit below 30, you can get away with every two days. Mm. Um, and then hopefully your neighbors don't report you to water court during, <laughs> during that time. And if you're in like the mid twenties, you can go like two to three days yeah. without
1: watering. So that's, I hope I, hope I say this right, but Kaikuya, the type of grass, that yeah, is nice. what they use in all the national parks. That's what we've got. And, yeah. um, yeah. The bloke behind us, he was like, far out. I was using so much water, trying to keep it green every day. Um, the first three summers I was here and last summer I just decided to let it go. Didn't water it once, turns yellow in summer. And as soon as it gets one downpour of rain, goes green again. Yeah. Just healthy and hearty. Yeah. Okay. Just, just I love chugging. It. Yeah.
0: Good, good. Um, uh, speaking of weight loss goals, I'm down to 92. Hey. Sweet. Insert cheering uh, sound
1: effect. Yeah. Very good. So that's very exciting. Um, so, I Have you touched that yet? Ninety two? Had you gotten that low previously? No. Yes. Yeah, so no. The, now the the that you mention low, it, now lowest. that you
0: mention it, I haven't had. I haven't been that low before. Yeah, so There you go. I probably. think. The, well, I, well, during the podcast, I hadn't. Mm. The best I did in the podcast season one was ninety two point eight. Mm. I did get to ninety two um, after the podcast Just, yeah, wrapped okay. up, uh, and then fell off the horse again. Um, so it's an equal best. Yeah. So no, if we if we go under again next week then we'll have the cheer emoji back. Yeah, That's, yeah, nice. That was the whole thinking behind us. I, like, I don't want to break the record this week yeah. we won't have the buttons. Um, so. Slammed a sandwich just before we jumped on. Correct, yeah. correct. So um, I was a little worried because I've obviously had this back issue, um, mm. which is now better, um, and I haven't been able to run around at footy for the last few weeks. Um, exercises have been really tricky to keep yep. doing. Um, so I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things on that side of things. Um, it has helped that like, I haven't had any huge drinking sessions over the last yeah. like,
1: three weeks, which um, seems like it's possibly the biggest culprit. Hey, when it comes yeah, to the plateauing or the weight loss, hundred
0: percent, like you can, you can eat well and, and move well. But if you're having, you know, one to two huge drinking sessions yeah. a week, like it just undoes all that, yeah. all that work. You don't necessarily put on more weight, but like it doesn't, you're not seeing it fall off. Um, consistently. So that's, um, yeah, that's what I've, uh, it's been good to see that not happening. You know, it's been Mm. nice to see like just little bits at a time just coming off still. So, um, that's exciting. So, uh, but feeling a bit better, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of the back and whatnot. So, um, hopefully for the run home, uh, for the season two will be, uh, (laughs) Got to get under ninety. Got <laughs> to get under ninety. Got to have some success. <laughs> <laughs> got to finally got to do it. So fingers crossed. So guys, speaking of drinking sessions, uh, the social calendar is firing up again over the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, so right. I've got a, a few engagements uh, this week. I've got a 30th birthday and a uh, a networking um, do tomorrow night. So um, the the positive thing last week was we had our um, football club function, like a pre-season oh, get-together, yep. a bit of an icebreaker situation. <laughs> it's your chair. It oh, yeah. just <laughs> breaks on you. I kind of sunk. <laughs> <laughs> like a little submarine. Yeah. <laughs> um, just just blow the surface. <laughs> um, I, uh, and I was in charge of the barbecue for this uh, particular function. So uh, that was actually a blessing in disguise because yeah. it meant like I had a good sort of 90 minutes like organizing all the food, bringing it out, mm-hmm. firing up the barbie, cooking everything. So, yep. um, yeah, while I enjoyed a few, a few beverages, like it wasn't, um, it was, you know, they were pretty spaced out. Yeah. Um, okay. so I, I wouldn't classify it now as a massive drinking session. Like I probably had four or five beers, but mm-hmm. it was over, um, it was over about four hours. So, yeah, right. okay. um, so that was good. So that left me feeling really nice for the weekend. So, um, yeah. I, and I, I really, I hadn't really appreciated, you know, just winding it back and enjoying yeah. the rest of that weekend. Yeah. Um, so that was a really new thing for me. It was yeah. like, um, not almost eye opening, but. In a um, way. It was In yeah. a way. Yeah. So that was fun. So, um, cause I've got a couple of engagements this week. I think at least, um, the 30th might be a little bit harder to. Uh, rain it in as much as I did last week, but um, definitely um, tomorrow night's uh, shindig should be, should be a little bit easier. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Just you know, experimenting a bit more. And, yeah. Um, trying to remember last season where rather than having a, another pint of beer, just have a pint of soda water. Yes. Yeah, but those up. sorts of things. So yeah. Uh, looking forward to experimenting with that. But um, that's yeah, that's that's me. It's been yeah. me for the last few. It's been just, a good week. just
1: quietly. I, uh, if you're on the barbecue, mm. are you a man or are you not a man if you don't click the tongs in your hand multiple ah, times before you toss a like a little the crab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. You have to it, click them though. You have to click them. Just em. give them a little
0: test. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, uh, work, everything it. right. Everything's working here. Yeah. yeah. We've got the – speaking of tongs, we've got these world's worst pair of tongs at home. <laughs> <laughs> They're like – Off center. Yeah. So they've got – you know the thing at the end of the tong, it's like the lock yeah. that stops them from like oh, locks. banging back yeah. open again. But the lock, like, it doesn't matter how you hold the tongs, the lock just goes, oh, I'm just going to lock it right. <laughs> <laughs> it slowly it's goes bad. back in. So then you got to do the click and try and turn oh, some shit. steak or whatever and then they're closed and then they've got rubber on the on the ends of them as well so they're, like, melting and <laughs> oh, shit. <no. laughs> it's, like, it's a Chemical BPA and shit in my steak. I was like, yeah. every time, like, every time I get the tongs out, like, oh, got God, fucking replace these yeah. toms yeah. <laughs> every time uh, every time uh, one day I'll do that and yeah. buy a slow cooker as well I still haven't yeah, done that yet mate tradie special I'm looking forward to this it's yep. a little bit uh, something a bit different um, hmm. for us and neither well I'm certainly not a, a tradie or a tradie lady I'm, I'm really keen to um, see what how we can help out our uh, blue collar friends today yeah lovely let's get stuck in Okay, Christian, it is episode six, the tradie special. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing that came to mind for me when we first started discussing what we might be able to talk about to help our tradies and tradie ladies is the longevity in the body because every trades person that I've spoken to, Mm. they're either already struggling with their body or they've uh, finished up their um, full-time working career because their body has just given up essentially, Mm -hmm. or it's not allowed them to continue on in the job. So, um, I, I think it's really important, um, you know, that we can share some things that, um, can help prevent their tradies bodies from breaking down at like 45 years old or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like the majority of the working force or the majority of people, pretty much like engines and computers do most of the manual labor for us these days. So majority of us are now expected to be at a desk or in a largely kind of sedentary environment for eight or more hours each day. And these people like have to create time to hit the gym to kind of mimic what our bodies pretty much are intended to do. Um, like most of us who work behind a desk, like then throw on like weighted vests and throw kettlebells and lift dumbbells and do skipping and cardio and push sleds and all that sort of stuff, which is kind of what tradies <laughs> do most of the day anyway. Yep. <laughs> Monday, um, to yeah, Monday to Friday. Yeah, Monday to Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of those weekend worries as well. We should be nudging ourselves into that daily movement, that walking, crouching, lunging, reaching overhead. Like that's the sort of stuff that'll increase longevity for a lot of people. Um, In an ideal scenario, all of us would be moving all day long at low intensity, lifting things, sprinting occasionally, perhaps engaging in like a longer stamina, challenging effort once a week. So tradies in a sense are actually quite lucky like that, like I mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast, but I've been helping out do the concrete around our house. Um, all weekend, I was helping dad put a bad back uh, patio at our back as well. So it's it's digging, it's um with the pickaxe, it's got machines, I'm lifting, you know, heavy steel and stuff like that. And I've enjoyed doing that because it's like, oh, it's a bit different from me standing behind my standing desk, you know, all day, every day, and or structural computer and stuff like that. And like I it kind of made me think about our ancestors and like hunter-gatherer tribes and those people in the blue zones, like they're like collecting water from springs, they're working in the fields, they're walking, they're weeding the garden, they're pushing wheelbarrows, they're lifting rocks, building fences, they're hunting, digging, fishing, carrying, throwing, like doing all those things. They're getting that physical activity and there's so many benefits to just getting lots of physical activity and actually moving your body. So, you know, if you you focus on being physically active, your weight is better controlled, your blood pressure is better controlled, um, you've got better flexibility, it actually improves your digestion, sorry, Um, you've got, less inflammation, you improve your liver health if you're physically active, um, you you decrease your risk of type 2 diabetes and so on. So there's lots of benefits to being physically active. But if tradies do that so much, a lot of them or where a lot of tradies go wrong is they're not fueling themselves properly and they're just not looking after their body enough. Um, So what I might start with and what what I'll start with is, is the workouts side of things. So depending on the intensity of your job, what kind of trade you do, whether it is you're just a laborer, whether you're something a bit more skilled or whether you do landscaping or gardening or brickwork or this or the other, whether you're chippy, depending on the intensity of your job, that'll determine how many gym sessions you need per week. So if you've got a job where there's lots of heavy lifting of objects, you're pushing barrows, you're digging, there's loads of steps, you actually might only need one proper gym session per week to see really good results. Um, That whole concept of more is not always better you know, your body might be able to handle more or tolerate more, but that also doesn't mean it's optimal. Um, So when you go to the gym, if you've got a really uh, physically active job, you just want to mimic the movements you do in your job, get stronger at those. So it's actually easier on your body. So get better at squats and deadlifts and overhead press and sled pushes and farmer carries and bench press and stuff like that. So uh, I do have a couple tradies that I speak to, and some of them do still hit the gym two or three days a week. And it's like you might actually not need that many. What I would, uh, depending on the intensity of their jobs, if they've got a really intense job Monday to Friday, it might only be one workout session, and the other sessions are actually more like recovery based and mobility based to get their body feeling healthy and limber. What if you're a tradie that's maybe not doing as much lifting?
0: Um, I just, one that job that came to mind is like mowing lawns. Mm. So there's a lot of being upright all day, a lot of steps, um, a little bit of lifting, like getting machines and stuff out of the back of the truck, but it's not pushing barrows all day. It's not digging trenches all Mm. day, that sort of stuff. Um, would you increase it a little bit
1: more in terms of going to the gym? Exactly right. Yep, yep. So jobs that are a a little bit less intense and not taking anything away from people who do that job, I'm I'm sure it's quite back-breaking, you know, like you said, lifting things, putting things down, pushing the barrows. It's just different. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, it's it's just different. So depending on how intense your job is, you know, you can imagine um, every time you move your body and exert force on your muscles it's like you're doing gym work. Yeah. So if you're doing that all day, every day, you're pushing barrows, you're lifting heavy bags of cement and sand and you're digging things and stuff like that. Like that is it's essentially gym work. You're just not lifting a dumbbell 12 times and then yeah. having a 60 second break. Like <laughs> it's just a different way of doing things. Like people a hundred years ago, would look at gyms and be like, why the fuck are you paying money to go to a gym? Come work on my house. Like I've got work on the farm to do. Like we're doing. I'm doing that shit every day. Now you're, going, you're paying to go to this lovely area and go push a sled. Come push a wheelbarrow on my fucking property. Um, so yeah, depending like in, in modern society, depending on the intensity of your job, will determine how many gym sessions you do a week. If you're something really intense, maybe only one session a week and then just a couple mobility days. If you're something a little less um, intense like your lawnmower man or something like that, maybe they can get away with two or three gym sessions per week and they just getting their steps up throughout the day and getting that nice fresh air and, and, and vitamin D and stuff like that. Um, so aside from the workout side of things, the biggest longevity benefits of tradies are actually going to come from dialing in their nutrition and their recovery. So I've got a slide up that I've created and it's covered in <laughs> – kind of looks amazing yeah it looks actually <laughs> hell tasty <laughs> um, but it's all all the foods you find just at your local smoko shop and your local drive through, which you know I'm not stereotyping at all because this these sorts of foods scream out to, to just about everyone you know stuff that's in the bain-marie the chips the burgers the dare ice coffees the pies the soft drinks the, the sausage on a fork the <laughs> sausage <laughs> <Frankfurt>. <laughs> Crumb cheese sausage. There are two little pictures of like just general fast food, and then this in the bottom left corner,
0: one big sausage on a fork. <laughs> Can I just interrupt? Um, this is very much a per- uh, like a personal joke with me and um, Ian Fishy, our great mate, uh, long time listener of the pod. We were in America <laughs> doing. Uh, we went east coast to west coast in a in a van with a few other people. Yeah, lovely. And um, oh, I forget where we were. It was a uh, we had these driving stops because we were covering such um, yeah. huge caves. There was just times where our um, driver like- Had to we stop. We just had to stop in like a tiny, tiny town, right? So we got to this town. I can't remember the town. It was somewhere around Texas, New Mexico sort of area, right? So mm-hmm. southern, southern America- I uh, went to this Olive Garden for dinner with everybody because um, it was literally like I don't even think they had a pub in this town. Like there was the the fun thing we did that night was walked around this huge Walmart.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> and I ordered this like fettuccine and it was like um, oh you can add other stuff sausage. Yeah, it was like Italian sausage. Was like, oh yeah, you know it's a bit different from bacon. And uh, I was just fully getting around like the American lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> when I was over there. It was horrendous. And this plate of food comes out. It's a bowl of fettuccine with one full sausage, <laughs> one full sausage just plonked on top of it. They could have chopped it up. Eh? They could have chopped it up. <laughs> they could have mixed it through. The, nah, just fried it up and just went bang straight on. <laughs> it was go. the funniest thing. And then I, the guy was like, oh, do you need parmesan? And I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Fine. I may as well. I've got like pasta, cream sauce, a full sausage. <laughs> oh, let's just go the whole hog and load it up with cheese. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I was too busy chatting to people and the guy's still standing there, like, <laughs> Oh, you doing buns. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of it, I had this bowl of pasta with a one uh, Italian sausage and then a mountain of parmesan on top. <laughs> I was like, I've absolutely do it now. <laughs> cooked this. And I've never felt more sick in my life. I was about to say, you would have had some really runny ones the next day, um, hey, surely. Anyway, we need to put a photo of the fork sausage. in <laughs> On the Instagram <laughs> That's very funny And a massive, massive tangent um, But you're right um, The tradies that I speak to um, I spoke to uh, one of my mates Who, uh, he's a plumber And he was telling me about What he was consuming For a period of time While he mm. was being a plumber He was going to a drive through Three to four times a day
1: what? Breakfast, <laughs> lunch
0: And pre-dinner before he got home
1: Wow Snack yeah like and just it just becomes habit routine habit, it's easy it's convenient 100%. tastes good like i'm not i'm not knocking these foods that don't taste good fuck they yeah. they taste good but they just make your body feel so shit 100% and like he works very hard yeah.
0: um wasn't putting on any weight but he's just putting all this stuff mm. into his
1: body and i was like man and just as an aside that cuz there's a lot of people out there that are like that they feel like they can eat anything and not put on the weight that's actually a lot more dangerous than um, the people who do put on weight. The people who do put on weight, they can see it, right? They're like, mm. fuck, i put on a few kilos, I need to drop that. Other people who feel like or look like they aren't putting on weight are actually potentially putting on a lot of visceral fat. Visceral fat is the fat that goes around your organs, which yeah. is quite a lot more dangerous than that kind of subcutaneous fat, which you can see in the mirror. Yep. Um, so yeah, just a, a heads up for anyone who feels like they can put things away and they're just like, fuck, I'm just <laughs> weighing the same or look the same. Yeah, yeah. Just, just be a little bit more careful with that. So when it it's comes not to not necessarily a great thing, having a huge metabolism, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no.
0: you still going to um, put the right stuff. Yeah, in. Yeah, 100. So how? Um, so getting back to it, how? What can tradies do to stop themselves from going to three to four different drive-throughs a day? Yeah.
1: So you got to stop getting caught on the back foot when it comes to nutrition. So a lot of tradies they start work early, so you, sh- you you're not going to be making your breakfast and your lunch like before work often anyway. So you have got to think ahead and plan ahead. So. Plan ahead for future you, spend a couple hours on the weekend getting prepped for the week ahead. So that way you don't have to think every single night about the next day or get caught with nothing prepped or try to slam something together in the morning. Like you've got it all laid out, you've got it prepped and planned. And it might take a little time and effort on a Sunday AVO, but it'll take it'll save you time and money during the week. And plus you're gonna feel loads fucking better than, you know, slamming down the drive-throughs three times a day. Yeah. Because that's those sorts of foods give you the short term pleasure, but they give you long term pain. If you kind of sacrifice that and that's generally the the motto, motto, motto for life, you know what I mean. Like if you're always seeking these quick and easy, convenient things, it's going to lead you down to a hard life. If you do the harder things in the moment, it actually leads you to eat to an easier life down the track. So, just an easy way to like whip up a quick meal. Get some kind of minced meat, whether it's beef or lamb or chicken or veal or kangaroo, like I even like kangaroo. So get some minced meat, cook all that up, get some white rice a bunch of frozen veg, and then chuck some flavorings in there like herbs and spices, hot sauce. And that gives you like a protein, carbohydrate, gives you nice veggies and stuff like that. And it's quick and easy to whip up within like 15 minutes on a Sunday And You can do that for five meals throughout the week, right? Um, when you are that physically active, and again, like I was doing this kind of work on the weekend and it gave me quite a lot of insight. Like I've done it for years, you know, I was brickie's laborer years mm. ago. Um, You can get away with more carbs when you're that physically active, especially when it's like 7 to 9 hours, like intense later, right? If you're starting at 6 or 7 a.m., you're not finished till 3, 4, 5 p.m. in the afternoon, don't shy away from carbohydrates, more fruits, berries, honey, potato, white rice, oats, and things like that. Um, What I'm going to do for the listeners, and I'll chuck it in the show notes, I've got a PDF, like a free ebook called Simple Meals for Busy Folks. And in that, I've got like my slow cooker recipes, I've got smoothies in there, I've got how to make a balanced bowl or a balanced meal. But in there, there's there's this chapter called um, the Throw Together Meal Matrix. And what is in this table is essentially proteins, fats and carbohydrates. And they're foods that you can keep in the fridge or the pantry that are really quick to just throw together within five minutes. And you've got a quick and balanced meal that actually tastes pretty good. And There's lots of examples in there as well. Um, I've also got lots of healthy snacks and things like that. So there's lots of um, good ideas in there. Um, You want to focus on high-protein foods. You want to get that carbohydrates in and stuff like that as well. Um, overnight oats are a great thing to make at the start of the week and we'll get to that a little bit later because that was yeah, absolutely yeah. <laughs> <get to> that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that Sorry. was last last week's recipe of the week so again you could make five of those ready to go you could eat it in the car chuck it in your esky you could have it for your morning smoker or something like that smoothies are great nutribullet shout out nutribullet you blend that up take it in the car with you so it's good to go um so on the weekend make sure you just make a list whip some shit up in the kitchen that's more aligned to your goals take your own little esky load up with you with all your goods but just think like if, you, if you're not willing to put in the work, then don't complain about not getting the results. Don't complain about feeling shit or your body falling into shit if you're not putting in the work in the nutrition front. So what I like to do is like focus on that crowding out. So keep adding more of the good stuff in, fueling your body, building your body from the ground up and giving it the shit that it needs to thrive and feel good. Like who gives a absolute flying fuck if everyone else is driving through Maccas and KFC and all that. It might look good and probably be a bit tantalizing at the start. Stay strong fuck them stick to your guns and you'll be the one laughing as you drop the weight boost your energy feel mentally clear you're less mood, and your body feeling good whilst stairs is withering away so it's completely up to you what you do with your nutrition but i really feel like this is a big missing part for a lot of tradies and why they have poor sleep they've got excess weight they're feeling shit because they're not fueling their body properly what about when
0: our tradie friends get home after a mm. long, hard slog of a day? Is there any particular foods that might be more beneficial to have at home to cook up? Uh, maybe some
1: fish or or whatever. Uh, yeah. So like just just like everyone or ninety five percent of the population, most people are going to do well with a balance of all three macronutrients: getting mm. some healthy fats, getting some proteins, getting some carbohydrates, and Like I said before, tradies or people doing intense physical labor will need way more protein. They will need more carbohydrates. So in that Simple Meals for Busy Folks, there's lots of examples in there of kind of balanced meals, but just get some healthy whole foods in you. Lots of veg, rice, potatoes. Um, You can do things like pumpkin. You can do things like lots of meats, like steak, lamb, chicken, like just cook foods that you like in ways that you like that make you want to eat more of those foods. Slow cooked recipes are fucking fantastic to have on the go as well. Um, when it comes to like inflammation, we can keep that down by eating fatty fish, like salmon and sardines. Um, you can cook cook with more turmeric and ginger to help with the inflammation as well. So that's more leading into that recovery aspect as well. Carbohydrates and protein will also help fuel recovery. The liquids side of things. So I always tie that in with the nutrition, but hydration is absolutely key. So making sure you're hydrating with the good stuff all day, making sure you get lots and lots of water and getting some sodium from some sea salt. So put the sea salt into your lunches and you can also pop that into your water bottles as well to make sure you're replenishing electrolytes, sodium. You can do coconut water is great as well because the electrolytes like magnesium, potassium can make you feel a bit cranky or cravings or make you feel like shit as well. So getting those electrolytes and getting the sodium back in there is great. And then also tying in with the liquid side of things is the alcohol. Now we kind of touched on it loosely every other week and stuff like that. And then in the hydration episode last season, I believe we had a bit of a a talk about the, the alcohol side of things. But if you're getting into the habit as a tradie of grabbing a six pack on the way home from work or having beers after work every day or beers when you get home from work and stuff like that, This is where a fuck ton of calories can get piled on. Empty nutrition, like alcohol offers no nutrition to the body or no nutritional benefit to the body. Um, It hinders fat loss, hinders muscle gain, impacts sleep quality negatively, impacts your recovery, your mental health, your performance. So really trying to limit that kind of liquid if you can, the alcoholic liquids, and then just focusing more on the good stuff. How often do you see
0: like that sort of 4 or 5 p.m. driving home? There's a tradie in the car next to you. He's got a brown bottle. He's got a little
1: brown bag just (laughs) like... I feel your brother. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, maybe, maybe pick up the
0: water. Yeah, just for a kombucha. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Another brown bottle. Get some kombucha. Or like you know, it's and, and a lot of the time, it's it's routine and habit. Like yeah, it just it it you get into that habit of like oh no, I knock off for the day and my that's my trigger and my cue is to head to the bottle shop or my cue is to pop the bottle of beer or whatever it is and just drink on that on the way home or my cue is I get home take off my boots and grab a beer out of the fridge so you've got to interrupt that loop and mm. change that habit if you really want to change. If you want to keep doing the same shit you've always been doing and feeling the same way, p- potentially getting worse down the track, keep doing what you're doing. But if you really want to make some changes, you've got to change shit up. And start small, right? Yeah. So it might be one night a week or two nights a mm. week to begin with. Yeah, choose some alcohol-free days and yep. just, you just stick to that. Um, all the alcohol tips we gave in the hydration episode, go back and listen to that because they're all in there. You know, um, I won't go into detail here because we'll get you know stuck into the weeds a little bit. Um, but yeah the nutrition side of things I think that's a really big missing piece. Um, just not being on the back foot, planning ahead, actually putting some time aside on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon whatever works best and just getting some shit sorted for breakfast and lunches and, and, and healthy snack ideas for, for the whole week, just being caught really on the front foot, being prepped, being ready and then you can start focusing or simultaneously start focusing on recovery and your body feeling good so, that good nutrition side of things, that'll replenish you from a macro, micronutrient perspective. You've got the fatty fish, you've got decreasing inflammation, and all that sort of stuff. It'll help you fuel, uh, it'll help fuel you, sorry, and it'll help reco- help you recover as well. So that's for- first and foremost, give your body what it fucking needs um, nutritionally and stops coming to all the shit in the bain-marie and the drive through. Um, when it comes to recovery um, and making your body feel good, a strength session a week, if that, depending on your lifting, lifting with really good technique and just getting stronger because that'll help you obviously during the days when you're, pushing wheelbarrows yeah. or digging and stuff like that. Um, but there's some stuff we can actually supplement with that'll be benefit recovery and performance as well. So creatine is a really good cheap supplement. You can get a tub of it for like 25, 30 bucks. The most studied supplement on earth helps with recovery, helps boost performance. There's lots of studies coming out now with um, brain health, um, people with dementia and stuff like that. Um, so you just get any kind of creatine monohydrate and you just have that whenever throughout the day, three to five grams. Um, fish oil is great as well. Um, magnesium is a good one to supplement with You can take that orally or do Epsom baths um, Ashwagandha is a really good adaptogen To help with uh, stress um, And a multivitamin or greens powder to help fill the gaps as well So those are some supplements that some tradies might like to take But I like to say that supplements are way, way, way down the list We want to get most of the stuff through diet and lifestyle And supplements are meant to do just that supplement What we're not mm. getting through diet and lifestyle So those are just some, some ones that people might like to tr- to touch on um, but when we focus particularly on recovery, the first thing is we want to get seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. So start at your wake up, wake up time and work backwards from there. So if you're waking up at 5 a.m., you've got to get to bed by 8 p.m., 8 p.m. 9 p.m. <laughs> um, if you're getting up at 6 a.m., you reverse engineer that, you go 8 to 9 p.m., you want to start getting re- uh, get into bed. So uh, at nine hours before your wake up time, that's when you start your wind down routine. Um, you start dimming the lights in the house, you go by candlelight, you switch off your devices or you chuck some door goggles on some, uh, some, some, blue light blocking glasses. Uh, you can read a book, journal, have a warm bath or a shower, uh, listen to some calming music or do some breathing or meditation stuff like think about parking your body into a deep and restful sleep. Cause that's where most of the recovery is going to happen to get your body feeling tip top. Yeah. We don't want to crash our body bodies into, <laughs> like a car yeah. <laughs> yeah. into that sleepy stage. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to food, eating no less than three hours before your bedtime and limiting your intake of liquids, um, both of those things can help falling and staying asleep a lot better as well. And then when it comes to your bedroom, it should be cool and cold, clean, and as dark as possible. So if you want to get more info on sleep, go back to, uh, season one and listen to the sleep episodes, part one and two, because we gave him heaps of fucking good ideas there. Um, for more recovery, mobility is Mm. super important. I was just about to ask that
0: because a lot of
1: trades people,
0: they're not just lifting, they're... Getting down low, getting into mm-hmm. small tight
1: spaces. Mm-hmm. They might be working up in a roof space or lifting things awkwardly yeah. from the side. They might be having to get down the side of an alleyway. Yep. Edge a wheelbarrow kind of sideways or diagonally to get past a yep. little wall. Like your your mobility is your freedom to be able to do all of those things, right? So obviously, getting stronger is going to help you do all of those things, but. Being having your doing things outside of work to help your body when it comes to those situations is, is super important. So you want to keep the joints and body feeling tip-top and healthy. So mobility, stretching, and self-massage, they all decrease muscle soreness, they prevent injuries, um, alleviates muscle strain, joint pain, um, helps to relax the nervous system at nighttime, which is great, enhances those kind of movements, um, your posture and breathing as well. So, dynamic stretching um, is the fancy word for mobility moves, essentially, um, but it's pretty much taking a joint or muscle through a repetitive motion. So, these are often used as warm ups before exercise or, in this case, before work. So, rather than driving to the job site for 45, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, how long it takes you fucking get there, um, don't just get straight out of the car and start lifting bricks or st- <laughs> stand around for a little bit having a ciggy and then eventually just start lifting <laughs> bricks or whatever it is. You've got to get your body primed for doing those things. So some of the um, the movements that I like are uh, swimmers hover. I think I gave these examples a couple of weeks ago, but yep. Swimmers hover, thread the needle, cat cows, ninety ninety, active pigeon. I think you said called it called Old McDonald's Farm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, then you can kind of like, so you do these movements that make the body feel good, wake up your shoulders, wake up your lower back, wake up your hips and your ankles and all that stuff. And then you can probably follow it with just some squats or push-ups just to get the body fire and get that central nervous system going. So do those sorts of movements before work, before you get into your heavy lifting sessions or pushing sessions or digging sessions. i found I've been having to do a
0: bit of cat-cow stuff uh, mm. with my sore back. And um, while you feel better Um, as well, it's also a mental thing too. It's Mm. like you, you mentally switched on thinking, oh, okay, I'm ready to go now. Or I feel a little bit better. Like I'm ready to attack whatever I'm about to do. Yep. Um, it's not just the physical
1: benefits. Mm. It's between the ears as well. So true. Yeah. And, and the beauty of mobility is they're quite low impact. So you can do them multiple times throughout the day. So, mm. you know, you can do them, have your O in the morning or whatever it is, that morning tea break. And then you do a couple of movements just after while you eat um, to to get ready for going back into the exercise. Or maybe you just have a little break at the middle of the day or in the early afternoon or something like that. And testing out the mobility moves and practicing with a few of them, you end up keeping the ones that make you feel good and just toss the ones you don't. And you end up creating your own kind of personalized mobility routine. Static stretching Is sustaining a stretch for 30 to 60 seconds. So you're pretty much just holding your foot or your arm or your body in a certain position. These are often used for cool downs after exercise. Remember in the uh, resistance training episode, I was was like, please don't. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it before (laughs) your exercise because, unless. So what you're doing with your stretching is you're telling the central nervous system to calm down and relax and loosen the muscle. We don't want relaxed, loose muscles when we want to activate them and push a wheelbarrow or push a weight or whatever it is. So if you do some static stretching before you work out, just make you sure before you get any under any bars or lift any weights or anything like that, you just activate those muscles again, so you get them firing, get the central nervous system going, ready to go. That's why static stretching is often good after exercise or in this case after work. So once the day's rolled over, if you're just kind of sitting around chatting or just before you get into the car, or you can do it when you get home or at the, at night time just do some static stretching for five to 10 minutes, you know, stretch out your quads, hold those positions for your back, you know, stretch out your arms, whatever it is, those will start the recovery process and enhance the recovery process as well. And lastly is um, some self-myofascial release, which is pretty much just self-massage. So you can do foam rolling or use other kind of trigger point rollers or like, uh, like lacrosse balls are really good for this as well. Mm. So really hard, firm, get into those tight niggly points and give yourself that kind of self-massage at home. And you can just do this just after you stretch or you can do this before you stretch or you can do it while you're watching TV. You know, this is all about recuperation and recovery. Like the best of the best, you know, LeBron James, Roger Federer, like all these big athletes, they spend millions of dollars a year solely on recovery so they can, they can perform at their best, right? Like they would obviously f- phenomenal at what they do, natural athletes, really, really good. They practice their hearts out, but they spend millions of dollars on ice baths and red light therapy and massage and all these other things, hyperbaric oxygen chambers, because that's the stuff that gets their bodies or lets their bodies do what they do at freaking 37, 38, yeah, 39 yeah, years yeah. old, you know what I mean? So- We don't have to think of ourselves as LeBron James or Roger Federer. You can think of yourself if you're a tradie as an athlete. You know, you're using your body to perform optimally every single day. So start treating it as such, start fueling it nutritionally and start recovering it like you are an athlete ready to go the next day for another game or another match or another final.
0: I'd love to see um, any tradies listening to this episode um, I'm just picturing like four or five guys and all girls standing around at the end of the day, just like going through some exercises, yeah. just having stretching. a chat about it, debrief, stretching, just doing uh, Bringing mate, the ice bath along. Correct. Uh, handing out a few kombuches at, re- yeah, <laughs> at the end yeah, of the, end yeah, of the day. So someone <laughs> can
1: organize that. I'd love Let's, to see it. Yeah. Start a revolution. You know what I mean? Like you might get the piss taken out of you by the other boys or girls for a little bit. But, but you're gonna live enough, longer honestly you one one you'll live longer you'll see if you if you're the one that kind of pioneers this or you're the one that's just doing it you'll see that you'll start a bit of a movement people start cottoning on they start to see that you're the one not complaining about your back pain or your shoulder pain <laughs> or that you're not been having shit sleep so you're actually feeling better you're looking good you're mentally sharp you're physically strong you're not getting tired out too soon so they're like fuck what's he doing or he's yeah. doing such and such or she's doing such and such maybe we need to start incorporating some of that so pretty much to, to recap and, and sum those things up i know could have gone a lot deeper and i'm sure there's some traders that might be able to reach out to us if you want more questions asked or answered but to recap the intensity of your job is going to determine how many strength sessions you need to do in the gym per week so super intense maybe one if that maybe you just focus solely on mobility and getting your body feeling good that way um, and you should be practicing the movements that you're going to do during the day all those fundamental human movements uh, number two is who, nutrition is absolutely key. So stop getting caught on the back foot. You've got to plan your meals. You've got to plan your snacks on the weekend and get sorted for the week ahead. Like future use always going to thank you for doing that. Um, and failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Like if you're not planning or prepping ahead, like you're just going to keep getting caught on the back foot and then end up mm. going to the drive through again and again. Uh, lower your, in, your alcohol intake if you're serious about your health. I know it kind of sucks for people to hear that, especially in Australia when the drinking culture is so big. Um, but then recovery is really big as well for tradies. So, recover through proper nutrition, hydrate effectively, sleep, sleep, sleep. Um, you can use some of those effective supplements and then mobility, stretching, and massage as well to keep the body feeling tip toppery. All
0: right, guys, it's that time of week again where I need to review. Well, we need to review mm-hmm. the recipe
1: of the week, and oh <laughs> boy, I'm excited to hear the uh, the rating on this one from you because you wouldn't shut up about it in my in our messages. In correct, the DMs. correct. Um, so I asked uh, for something different because I wanted to
0: change up my breakfast. Yeah. And um, so we came up with the overnight oats, which mm-hmm. is in your recipe ebook, which Correct. you can download from my website, which is w- <laughs>
1: from my fucking website uh, <laughs> www.healthcoachchristian.com.
0: And uh, overnight oats. So um, it was just phenomenal. Um, yeah. It's like I the the idea of overnight oats for me um, sounded like. Just too much goddamn effort. <laughs> uh, too many ingredients that i would never heard of before. Yeah, okay. Um, but you, it comes back to that once you have everything. Yeah, the first time you get everything mm. organized for this, it's going to cost you a, bit a little cumbersome. bit. It comes in, yeah. Okay. But, um, but once you have it, it's all there ready to mm. go. So um, it's super easy. You literally just throw everything into a little bowl or a little jar that yep. you can seal up. Um, mix it all up together, ch- literally throw it into your fridge, yeah. and then it's ready to go yeah, yeah. the next day. Yeah. Uh one thing that spun me out was um cheer seeds go like um uh, like gooey. Yeah, yeah. They get, big, they get bigger. <laughs> yeah, they get bigger. They're, um oh, I've never had I've seen them in bubble tea, you know, those yeah, little okay. bursty things. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually had it because I don't like the idea of bubble tea. Is what? that what bubble tea is? Cheer seeds. No, not chia seeds. You know how you have bubble tea? Oh, is that have... what you
1: thought they were going to be like or something? No, no, no. no. Uh, that's just what it reminded me of. Oh, right, it was right. like, fuck bubble tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a lot I've never
0: had bubble tea, but um, my sister loves a bubble tea and I've seen like those little um, Little bubbly boys, bu- bubbly bursty <laughs> things in there. Um, so <laughs> that's what I was thinking of <laughs> every time <laughs> I said it. Anyway, uh, you need to experience overnight oats with chia seeds in them because they, yeah, they become little. Phenomenal. Little bursty boys. Yeah. Um, mate, a nine out of ten. Hey. Nine out of ten. Love it. Um, it
1: genuinely tastes like you're having dessert. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, I, in, but in a nice way that gives you the protein that you need, gives you the fats that you need, so you're not spiking your blood sugar with this sugary breakfast that's just, just carbs. 100%. You get everything else good. Yeah, yeah. so I um, I bought protein powder
0: for the first time. Lovely jubblies. So um, it was just a woolly's job. Um, I think next time, like – I don't know if there's like better protein powders, yeah. um, versus the ones that I, well, the one that I got from Woolworths, um, it was just in like the, the health food yeah, okay. section. Yep. So, um, I'll send you the back of the, yeah, please <laughs> the do cause I didn't actually read it. Yeah. There's definitely some quality control one, that yeah, needs to yeah. happen. Um, yeah, was one to choose from. So and <laughs> two flavors, one and chocolate done. or vanilla. It was like chocolate. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was pretty chocolatey. It would have got a 10 out of 10, but, um, I've realized I'm not huge on cinnamon. Really? I'm not a yeah. huge, I'm not huge okay. on the cinnamon flavor. Mm. Um, so I, I don't think I had too much in there. Um, followed the recipe pretty closely. So next time I do it, I'm just going to dial back the cinnamon yeah, just okay. a touch. Yep. Um, but I noticed in the notes for the recipe, it said you can swap out your protein powder if you don't want it as chocolatey because there's cacao powder in there already. You can
1: decrease the cacao powder if you want. If it's too chocolatey, you Um, can put
0: vanilla in there, salted caramel, protein powder,
1: whatever your flavor is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but mate, it was unreal. Yeah. It was so, so yum. Um, just chopped up a little bit of fruit, uh, a few straws few bloobs. A few bloobs, yep. Um, It was fantastic. It had the uh, shaved uh, coconut
1: yeah, nice. on there as
0: well. That's a nice touch. Get amongst it. Because it's overnight oats, it's a little bit gooey. Yeah. Um, so the, the shaved um, coconut actually gives it like a nice little crunchy. A crunchy bite, yeah. A little yeah. crunchy texture. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, phenomenal. If you want to shake up your brekkie game, um, jump onto the Instagram page and try because it, it was so, so,
1: so, so, so delicious. Yeah. And just, um, just an aside, what Soph, my fiance and soon to be wife, uh, enjoyed a bit more. I, I like eating things cold. She likes eating things warm because she's a cold blooded lizard. So what I would do when I would make our overnight oats, I would make mine in the fridge and then I would just put hers in jars. Um, and then in the morning I would pop it straight into a little saucepan with the almond milk and just. Cook it up in the in the saucepan. It takes three minutes to warm up. Same oh, consistency, okay. but it's a warm one. So if you're in winter season at the moment, if you live on the other side of the world, try the warm overnight yeah, yeah. oats, but warm morning oats or whatever. Yeah, um, and you can do the same whenever you whenever you like. Yeah, if you That. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Variation. Uh, what are we cooking this week? So this week um, you requested a pork kind of recipes. So we've got a bit of a mixture. We've got a couple of chicken things. Uh, what else have we have done? We've done the lamb at the start, which is also yep. slow cooked beef. Should have um, been beef. Yeah, should have been beef. <laughs> um, we've done a brekkie kind of meal. So now we'll get some pork going and we are going to do the slow cooked fall off the bone smoky barbecue ribbies. So these are bloody delightful and you will have to choose something to go alongside it. I suggest chippies or you can do some salad or some veggies or yep. something like that. Um, but yeah, these are, these are freaking phenomenal as well. Can't wait. Uh, and that means I will have a slow cooker. You will have to freaking
0: get one. I'll have to go and get <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. I've been meaning to go and get one. I've been harping on about it for ages, but uh, now's the time to finally do it because these ribs look yes <laughs> delicious. tasty as. Uh, well, Christian, great episode. I hope all our tradies and tradie lady friends uh, enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. Uh, it was really fun to deep dive into mm. that side of things. It's a world that I... Uh, don't know a lot about, um, probably never will because I am soft <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I like my office and air conditioning yeah. <laughs> environment far too much. Christian, the freebies keep on coming. What are we talking about next week?
1: So today, given the current financial climate, <laughs> yeah, we're going to look at some free ways to positively impact your health. So some things we've definitely spoken about in the podcast before, we're going to unleash a few more um, on top of that to, to, to do the things that don't cost much, but you know, give you some serious long-term health gains.
0: We all love free stuff. So make sure you're listening next week to the Busy Blokes podcast. It's your one-stop shop for all your health hacks, tips, and tricks that'll have you feeling healthier, happier, and stronger than ever. Thank you to the team at Digital Loop. Uh, not today, though. <laughs> they abandoned us. Still but, thank you. <laughs> uh, they didn't really. Uh, we're back at the Mighty 6 PR this week, so thanks to the team for letting us back in the door. It's been a privilege. Uh, thank you again to Damo uh, for all your audio wizardry behind the scenes. Really appreciate it, mate. And we'll catch you next week. See you then. Love you, Dad.